Welcome everybody to the Data Blitz podcast. I'm your host, Noel. And I'm your co-host, Brendan. We are back again today with another episode for you. Today we're going to go over the DFS slate for the weekend. Not a bunch of um, games to go over this week. Kind of sad, Brendan. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, there's not as many games, but there's plenty of good games. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of uh, you know fun this weekend, a lot of excitement towards these games. I think, honestly, it's easier to know what's going on when there's just the six versus you know 16. Um, so I'm ready to jump right into some value plays and some QB wide receiver stacks if you are. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, so we haven't done one of these in a long time. So I think we're going to start off with our quarterback wide receiver stacks just to avoid, you know, talking about them later when we talk about value plays and starts and sits. Um, so for the first quarterback wide receiver stack that I have this week, it's a little bit weird because of the weather, but I still think Patrick Mahomes and Rasheed Rice is a good value. Um, Miami is 23rd in opposition rank in both or against both the quarterback and the wide receiver positions. Um, so that means they're bottom 10 in that area. So Patrick Mahomes and Rasheed Rice should have both, you know, plenty of opportunity. Uh, Rasheed Rice has been trending up recently and has had some really solid games. Uh, last game played week 17 against Cleveland. He put up 127 yards on five receptions. I'm kind of looking for him to continue that trend this week. And it's Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I don't know if you need to hear anything else. I think he goes nuts. You think he goes nuts in the crappy weather? Yeah, why not? It's Patrick Mahomes. I think he could get some rushing upside. It's going to be um, zero degrees. I don't know, man. I think he gets some rushing upside. It is going to be close. I think it's going to be like zero or, or something like that. I think it changed maybe. But even if it is really cold, they're going to have to throw the ball sometimes or he'll have to run it a couple times. I'm a big fan of Patrick Mahomes sure. this weekend. I could see what you're saying, though. And that's why he's not in all my lineups. Um, but I like him against this Miami defense. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be one degree or less with maybe a chance of snow. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that's cool. No, I don't hate it, though, because, you know, I think the price kind of reflects the weather and kind of the performance we've seen um this year which hasn't been like the superstar Mahomes we have been seeing so I don't mind it for the for the value I think there's a lot of value there especially when we're talking about you know Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs um and going into or going against Miami um who has been involved in a few shootouts this year um and hasn't you know, been the best team against good offenses. Yeah, I think if we talk about game script with that one, it's kind of sounding like it's going to be a running game. And I think both teams have shown that they can run the ball this year. So I think there could be a lot of points just because these teams can move the ball on the ground. Yeah, they both can really well. Um, and we can talk about my second line. Yeah, let's talk about it. For the sake of conversation. So the lineup that I don't have Patrick Mahomes and Rasheed Rice, I have Raheem Mostert and Isaiah Pacheco. Because 
in that situation where the pass game doesn't get off for the Chiefs, I think the running game takes over for both teams. Um, and this is kind of my play on that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. What do you got for a stack this week? So my first stack is Jared Goff and Amon Ra. Um, you're going to pay for it, but I think it's kind of a lock for both of these guys to have big games. Um, the Rams defense is horrible and without Laporta, it, it's got to just lead to Amon Ra getting fed. Yeah, I think so. Um, my one concern is Jared Goff and his consistency. I don't, think he's been the best this year um he's had a couple of multiple interception games i think the, the rams could step up uh but i totally see that as you know a potential outcome i just don't know if i'm willing to pay for it what is jared goff going for right now so jared goff is currently going for 6200 yeah that's probably worth it that's uh less than that's both pretty of solid. the guys that i have so I think I'd be willing to take that. I just don't know if yeah, I'm on the only problem the play. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the only problem is you're paying eight thousand for him. But I think if you pair that with Jared Goff, it's not that bad. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that's too bad. Um, I'm looking kind of on the other side of the ball there, and I think Matt Stafford has a pretty good shot of connecting with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I've never done this before, but I'm stacking both of those guys with Matt Stafford. Um, I think, obviously, Puka's been great this season, but, you know, Cooper Cup has been better in years past. Um, so I think, you know, either one of these guys is a great play. They're both going... Well, Cooper Cup's going for 7,500. Puka Nakua is going for 7,200. Um, Matt Stafford's going for 6,500. I think we're both kind of eyeing that shootout and looking at different sides of the ball for the points yeah i think um the only problem we have here is that stafford has been really good at getting points to the wide receivers but he's not getting himself points yeah i guess so um he has been up over 22 in like four of the last six games so i would take 22 from stafford not really seeking out a 30 point game i'm just kind of looking for that consistency and that connection okay i can see where you're coming from with that um but obviously you can't mind the rams wide receivers they've been awesome this year regardless if cooper cup is not a first round pick anymore but he's still good the rest of that lineup is pretty much broke but i think it could be worth it to get both those guys you better hope so (laughs) yeah got anybody else (laughs) um so one of them that i have for this week is baker and mike evans um i think that it's just a good call because they're playing against philly who hasn't been good and we've seen how bad their defense is um, yeah, I like that. So I think, ba- yeah, I think Baker is probably going to throw for two fifty, like two touchdowns, and I think both of them could go right to Mike Evans. Um, Chris Godwin's been getting more involved, but 
I think Mike Evans for I think it's two hundred dollars more is worth it. Let me just check that. Yeah, I would say that Chris Godwin has been more involved. I was going to ask you if you think that's any concern. Um, Seven hundred dollars. I think Mike Evans is still the play here, but if you are if you are going to get burned, it's because uh, Chris Godwin steals that volume away. But yeah, I'm and comfortable. Also in that Evans. lineup, I have Rashad White. Yeah, so you're not really high on the Eagles this week, then? <laughs> no. I think they get it done, but we'll see. I don't know. They've lost some some games that they should not have lost. Absolutely, but I don't know. I think when, it, when push comes to shove, they might step up, but I've been saying that. You know, I thought of that last week against the Giants. So, who knows? Do you want to jump over into some value plays? Yeah. Um, so one of the value plays that I have for this week is Brandon Cooks. Um, nice. He's currently at 4,900. He's just been kind of showing up in the end zone. Um, we talked about this the other night, um, talking about guys that we want to have on our team. We were talking about how we want guys who get 100 yards. This is completely the opposite of that. I'm just looking for him to score a touchdown. Yeah, why not? Um, he's been finding the end zone enough recently to where I think it's a good play. And if Jair Alexander happens to shut down CeeDee Lamb, um, I think Brandon Cooks is the next man up there. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I think we're going to see a good game out of the entire team. Um, But I think Brandon Cooks could get in the end zone because he has been more often throughout the second half of the season. So for 4,900, that's what, that's what I'm rolling with to spend some money on some other guys. I'm a fan. Um, my guy's a little bit cheaper and we talked about him in the last episode we did last night. Um, but I think Josh Reynolds, I know you have him too in one of your lineups. Um, I think he has a good opportunity to step up in the absence of Sam Laporta. If Sam Laporta is absent, which I think he will be, um, he was consistent early on in the season before Laporta got really involved. He had, you know, tw- started off a 12 point game, then 24, um, missed the next week, and then put up 10 and 17. So I think he could find some solid value. You know, I'm not looking for like a 20, 30 point game from him, but Josh Reynolds at 3,800 providing 15 points would be huge value. Sure would. Take that any day. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, another one I have is for tight ends or should I stick with the wide receivers? I mean, if you have another wide receiver, go for it. But okay. if, if you want to um, do that, who cares? Okay. So another player that I have is a tight end, um, Jake Ferguson, 4,700 compared to Goddard. And Njoku, Laporta, and Kelsey, um, those are the ones that are higher in price than him. Um, I think, again, similar to Brandon Cooks, if you're going to take that flyer on a touchdown, this is another one. Would you rather have him or Dalton Kincaid this week? 
I think I'd rather have Ferguson. All right, I'm team Dalton Kincaid, which is what I was asking. But I do think Ferguson, we kind of been saying that, though. I've been hoping for end zone play. I wouldn't put him in the same lineup as your Brandon Cooks because um, the odds that they both hit are pretty low, but um, I don't hate it. Yeah. Agreed. So for me, I think Dalton Kincaid is the, the play at tight end. Um, coming off, you know, 15.4 point game, 12.7, he kind of regained his target share in the return of Dawson Knox. Um, hasn't found the end zone in a couple weeks, more than a couple weeks, in like seven or eight weeks. Um, looking for him to do that against the Steelers team. Steelers have not been, you know, the best against tight ends, bottom 10 defense. Um and I think Buffalo blows them out and redefines you know their offense a little bit. They've been pretty good, um, but I think Kincaid's a huge part of what a win looks like for Buffalo this week. Yeah, I think Kincaid could definitely be a major contributor. Um, seems like him and Josh Allen, the more time they get together, the better they start playing. And the only problem with the entire offense here is that Josh Allen is the one who's going to be the one to score a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's just been hurting all year. And with Kincaid, it's like, oh, if he would just get a touchdown once in a while, he'd be so much more relevant. Yeah, he would be. Um, But in that case, um, he's still a good play. I think so. Um, Does... Josh Allen's ability to score touchdowns impact James Cook's value at all this week? Oh, it's impacted it all year. I I mean, we saw that great game he had, and we were like, wow, James Cook is really good. He's really good, but that's not his role to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he just happens to sometimes. Um, I think they're more so looking to pass, and when they look to pass – or they just give it to Latavius Murray. Um, so I think that offense is definitely just fueled straight through Josh Allen. Well, I'm a decent fan of James Cook this week just because I think... Me too. Like, like I said, you know, Buffalo gets up and then relies on him. I don't. I do think his upside is capped, but he should get some good opportunity. I agree with that. I have James Cook in actually both my lineups. Again? Um, I think, yeah. And I think that's just because, yeah, he's going to catch some balls. And I think against a Steelers defense without TJ Watt, he could definitely get to the outside. So that's that's the reason I have him. That's a good perspective. Yeah, no TJ. Um, yeah, he's a game wrecker. Do you have any other value plays? Um, so the next value play that I have is, where is it? Uh, Jalen Warren at 5,100. Um, they're going to have to pass to come back in this game. And I think it's gonna be a lot of dump offs. They're not going to let them get pickings deep. So I think Jalen Warren's the guy to just get some PPR garbage points for you. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I didn't think about their running game or their running backs at all because, you know, I thought the pass, but if it is dump offs to Jalen Warren, he's gonna get a ton of points. Um for a similar reason, I like Deontay Johnson this week. I think he's 
been pretty good with Mason Rudolph under center. Um, hasn't had a whole lot of catches, but has gotten you know five, six targets every game. Um, I think the more that they rely on the pass this week, the more that Deontay Johnson um, succeeds and, and gets points. Yeah, I'm pretty low on Deontay Johnson. Yeah, personally. you hate Deontay Johnson. I'm a big fan. Yeah, he's not. He's not good. Right, to each their own on Deontay Johnson. <laughs> um, all right, do you have anybody else? I mean, Christian Watson. Maybe? George Pickens. What's you could go George Pickens. Pickens you could. He's fifty-two hundred. Oh, that's not bad. Not at all. The guy just put up like three monster games with this quarterback. Yeah. It's a good flex. Definitely. Um, there's a lot of those receivers. Um, Christian Watson, um, Jaden Reed. I have those in separate lineups. You know, you could start Dontavian Wicks, see where the ball goes there. I think Dallas Goddard could be a, a decent play. He is kind of on the more expensive side, though, so maybe not a value play. Really nobody at running back this week, though. Do you have anybody at running back that you're interested in? Uh, you talked about Jalen Warren. Anybody else? Not really. I think you got to pay for running backs this week. Yeah, 5,100 is you know about the top of what I would call a value play. Um, my lowest is Devin Singletary at 5,700. And, and I don't, I don't love it because I, I think I don't that'll even be know a shootout. Yeah. But we'll see. I I just kind of plugged him in because he was affordable. Maybe yeah, that's get fair. Moore. Um, if you get your guy uh, Elijah Moore for four thousand, I love Elijah Moore. I'm not drafting him in the playoffs. <laughs> or Julio Jones at thirty nine hundred. He has been not that bad. <laughs> That would be um, kind of funny. Yeah, it would be. Do you want to jump into starts and sits? Yeah. So, the first player that I have sitting is A.J. Brown. Um, yeah. For 8,100 against Tampa Bay, who's been solid on defense. Um, and their defense stinks. <laughs> so, I think just because I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Um, and A.J. Brown's been getting shut down. For 8,100, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, perspective. I maybe would take some of their cheaper pass catchers, like Dallas Goddard, but if you're really paying 8,100 upside for somebody, go get uh, you know Puka, go get Amon Ra, go get somebody that you know you can trust their offense a little bit more. Yeah, 100%. I definitely agree with that perspective. Um, are we doing sits? I like completely. You said sit. Oh, yes. My bad. Well, we're going to do sits and starts this week. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay, so for my sit, I have Kyrie Williams. I think the, you know, the win in L.A. comes through a passing game. Detroit has somehow been one of the best defenses against the run. 
Um, feels like they get into shootouts with other teams, and then those other teams rely more on you know, the passing game. I think Kyron at the highest running back price is not worth it this week. I'd rather have, you know, Raheem Mostert, James Cook, Jameer Gibbs, um, some of those guys. Yeah, I agree with that. What you got next? Um, the next sit I have is Nico Collins. Um, mm. We were just talking last night about how good he is, but I see regression here. Um, What's he going for? I don't know why. He's going for 7000 so he's kind of at that bottom end of like really expensive guys. Um, against Cleveland, whose defense has been really, really good this year, um, I could see him being the one who gets locked down, and it's some of the other guys, like Noah Brown randomly will have a good game. Um, I just don't think for 7,000 you can put him against Cleveland. Yeah, I'd probably rather have Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, um, Buka, yeah. a bunch of guys around him that are seemingly providing more opportunity. He does have a pretty high ceiling, though, and could make you look dumb, not going to lie. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. It's my take. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> so for my wide receiver, I think Jalen Waddle probably sit this week. If they, if Miami, you know, we talked about the weather. If Miami does rely on the passing game, they're going to go through Tyreek Hill. Um, Jalen Waddle's coming off of an injury. He, you know, questionable to even play. If he does play, the weather is not great for him. Um, the game script probably isn't going to be necessarily in his favor he's going for 6500 would rather start somebody like chris godwin over him yeah i like that um tyree kill definitely has an interesting matchup this week uh he's got legerious sneed who if did you see those stats about yeah, like nuts. how many times he was targeted crazy i don't i don't understand that's like darrell Rivas in his prime but anyways um, he's going up against him in zero degree weather. And he's from <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> we'll see how that ends yeah. up for him. Who Did you, you have next? another sit? Oh, um, I could. I don't have one readily prepared. J- Jalen Waddle. Yeah, so Jalen Waddle, and then. Uh, I would say stay away from Sam Laporta this week, too. 6,000 coming off an injury. That's a good matchup. Yeah. Has, you know, chance to pop off. Could make me look dumb, similar to the Nico Collins take. Um, honestly, could make me look really dumb, but I wouldn't start him. I don't Just think he'll like play. High risk. Yeah, I don't think he'll even play. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad take because you're just wasting your time with $6,000. Yeah. All right, you want to jump over into starts? Sure. So a start I have is Monra. Um, we talked about this a little bit. Um, he's going for a lot at eight thousand, um, but it just seems like he's a lock with Laporta not likely to play to just take over probably another gear of target share. So I'd. I just think it's an unreal matchup, and considering they need him, that's all I got. Yeah, 
I think great play. Probably the best wide receiver play this week. I'd say probably the biggest lock. Yeah. Okay, I can I can get on board with that. I'm gonna start with a defense because we're gonna do everything wrong this week and I want to. <laughs> <laughs> because this is something that I feel very strongly about. Bill's defense is a lock this week. They're gonna go nuts. They're coming off of two great games. Uh, Miami, they put up twelve. Uh New England seventeen. That doesn't really count, but they've been pretty good all season. Um Pittsburgh's offense hasn't been great. We know that their offense can't keep up with the Bills' offense. They're going to run into some passing scripts that leads to sacks, interceptions. Um, I'm a big fan of the Bills this week. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Against the Steelers, Mason Rudolph is kind of due. So he's due to have a bad game, that is. Um, Especially heading into the playoffs, like you said. I mean, they're playing the two seed. So I... I do expect them to get the crap absolutely kicked out of them. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. Uh, what do you? What else you got? Um, for starts, I have Amari Cooper. Um, I just think at sixty nine hundred, um, we value. talked about some other guys. Yeah, I think just like you said with Nico Collins, kind of just the opposite mentality is. He's right around the same price range. Um, Nico Collins' ceiling is pretty high. Amari Cooper's ceiling is pretty high. But I think Amari Cooper has the better game. Yeah. Um, Joe Flacco's back, so probably going to go nuts. I'm really excited to watch that game. Me too. He's just going to be throwing bombs. Yes, sir. Um, I kind of exhausted my entire list of starts. Uh- <laughs> That's why I started with the defense. <laughs> Just talking you know, about everybody. Or, or you mentioned a couple of them. Um, I think I want to mention, just reiterate, Raheem Moster and Isaiah Pacheco as two big starts this week. You talked about the potential game script at Kansas City. Um, if it goes the way that we both kind of think it might, um, I think both these guys could have really solid games. Yeah, I like them both just just for that game script. Yeah, you got anybody else? Yeah, so similar to my Amon Ra take, I have Jameer Gibbs. I've kind of rolled with him the last couple weeks and kind of got burned for his price. Um, He's fallen down to 6,500 this week. So I really like him to go off this week i know the rams have like the second ranked uh opposing um but i think that jameer gibbs provides some value in the pass game um similar to amon Ra taking over a target share i think he could take over some more so i think it'd just be smart for them to get the ball moving underneath in order to open things up down the field because those plays will be there yeah, I think we talked about it. Like, what's the game plan in the absence of Sam Laporta? You mentioned that they might just let Jameer Gibbs free. Um, that could be what they do. Let him loose. All right, I feel bad. I'm out of out of starts. I mean, maybe start Christian Watson if he plays. Yeah. <laughs> if he plays, 
Yeah, he's probably not going to play. But if he plays, he's always, you know, pretty good for a big game. He's only going for uh, 4,500, so I'm, I'm willing to take a flyer on that. If he doesn't play, you can sub him out with Rico Dowdle uh, right before kickoff, so don't be too afraid of locking that in. Yeah. Why not? I mean, he has a high ceiling as well. It's just when he's healthy. Um, what, what did you think about Devontae Smith? Same kind of things as A.J. Brown. I don't know. It feels like Jalen Hurts' volume hasn't been high enough or good enough to support both, if even either of them. It's kind of like they're both getting half of performance. Um, so, touchdown-dependent play. Okay, sure. Um, my only thing with this is that Devontae Smith had zero receptions last week. So to me, it's like, okay, he's not going to come out and put up another absolute stinker. Um, He could. I would not. He could, but it wouldn't be his fault. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't rely on that. But yeah, it wouldn't be his fault. It would be. That's kind of what I'm saying. Is like, I don't trust yeah. Jalen Hurts anymore. Yeah, and for now, that's where he is. Can't really trust him. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to preview the betting. Um, that episode will be coming out on Friday. Uh, so this is just a quick, you know, DFS preview. Kind of early now because there's no. You know, no Thursday night game to preview. Not really that many games anymore. So we're going to figure out how we're going to handle the offseason. But good to get these out. Yeah, it's still fun to cover these games because there's enough of them that the lineup can at least be a little bit interesting. So, Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? A Super Bowl DFS episode and just... Here's my lineup. <laughs> and have the same here's lineup, lineup as everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so well again thanks, for like two minutes yeah we just post a two minute podcast um that'd be tough <laughs> so thanks everybody for listening unless you have anything else you want to go over no i think we uh i think we pretty much covered all you know our starts sits stacks um some defenses um don't start the rams or detroit steve defense this week i think that's about all that needs to be said yes sir um i kind of have the rams in one lineup but we don't have to talk about that yeah i would rather not hear why (laughs) i don't trust jerry goff that much uh but i'm willing to get burned on it who cares um (laughs) yeah again remember to like subscribe uh you know leave q a Follow us on Twitter at DataBlitz underscore XYZ. Um, you know, we're happy to get back to everybody that reaches out, you know, with fantasy questions or anything like that. And just a reminder, the, the content provided in the podcast, including discussions, strategies, and tips, is intended solely for entertainment and informational purposes. The views expressed are personal opinions and should not be taken as explicit advice for sports betting or fantasy sports participation. All right. I think we're good to call an episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening.